0: Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, old time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Ellen and Pete Vigor from Uncle Henry's Favorites. They came up from Charlottesville for the Brandywine Revival, and I was happy to be able to steal them away for a minute. You'll get to hear their musical and romantic origin stories, some great tunes and songs excellently performed, and an old time, so stick around for that. And make sure to stay after the interview so I can tell you where to hear more music from the Vigors and how to support Get Up In The Cool and get exclusive bonus content. But first, here's my interview and jam with Ellen and Pete Vigor. Enjoy! Yeah, <laughs> Ellen and Pete Vigor, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Well, thank Thanks her. for having Thanks us. Thanks for letting me in your tent. <laughs> We're at Brandywine, um, and uh, what is this, like? I think this is the sixth, fifth or sixth one. Have you been here before? We've gone? been
1: to each one.
0: Each one, cool. I it's think the, I It's one. the fifth
1: or the sixth, the I forget. Sixth, yeah.
0: cool. um, so, I'll ask you the question that I try to ask all my guests, but I'll ask you one at a time. How you got into playing old-time music?
1: Ah, Ellen, you go first.
2: Well, when I was a kid, I started taking violin lessons when I was in elementary school. And at some point, the teacher found out that I had been memorizing the music and couldn't read music at all. Yes,
0: I hear this over and over again. This is a common old-time musician (laughs) story. I I was
2: cheating. (laughs) But the bottom line is, when I got to high school, I found the old violin in the closet, and I brought it into a music store and said I wanted a fiddle. Yes. So I literally traded my violin for a fiddle. It was basically a similar instrument, but it was a psychological change. (laughs) And I traded the fiddle in, I traded the violin in, got a new fiddle and started to go to square dances and uh, started learning the fiddle.
0: Perfect. Uh, How
2: old were you? Well, when I first started violin, I was in fourth grade. Fourth grade. But it was high school when I made that transition yeah. saying, oh, I'm passionate about old time music. Yeah. My very first record that I had was Gid Tanner and the Skillet Lickers, yeah. and I was hooked.
0: Awesome. Did you did you grow up in Charlottesville?
2: I grew up shh, in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I started when I was in high school, I started taking fiddle lessons with Alan Kaufman.
0: Oh, very good. From the Wretched no idea. Yeah,
2: the Wretched Refuse String Band. Alan. And uh, I went to him. I said, you're so lucky. You could play the fiddle. I wish I could, but I don't have any talent. He said, well, I wasn't born with this. Yeah. I'll give you lessons, and you can play too. And uh, that's what happened. He started me on lessons. Awesome. And uh, the rest is history. Very
0: cool. <laughs> so you are going to Square Dances in Brooklyn.
2: In New York City, in, in, in? Manhattan. Okay, very good. And uh, he was playing with his live band. It was awesome. quite a surprise to think of live old-time music and square dancing in uh, in New York City at the time and that was in the 70s the 1970s.
0: (laughs) What about you, Pete?
1: Well, I had been playing music as a kid but the real story was when I moved to Charlottesville, Virginia in 1974 and there was a really good jamming group at the Prism coffee house there and I got to hanging out with them because my friend Mark Campbell who I'd grown up with had gone to UVA in architecture school and was a regular at the jam so I just sort of went to visit him and I never left and we were playing I was playing banjo and guitar and my overwhelming thinking was I've got to get caught up, I've got to learn all this, this is great where have I been, you know, I've got to learn all this. What were you doing before? Well, I had pl- I had played uh, in a jazz band in high school, 10-piece big band kind of yeah. thing, playing in saxophone, Damn. tenor sax. I'd been in my church groups as a younger kid, and my brother and I had played ukuleles, and there were always instruments around the house. But it really kind of only um, coalesced when I... When I went walked in the Prism Coffee House that day, August of '74, yeah. and I it really hit me that that was the music that I was meant for yeah. to play without any any sheet music in front of me to learn by ear, and that's what I have done ever since. And then a couple of years later, I met Ellen, and of course we fell right together because we both were interested in the same music. And right.
2: so, uh, what
0: what was it about the jam that was so interesting to you? Like what do you, do you remember specifically what you noticed that
1: made you... Yeah, I do. There, A lot of the people there were mostly guys. There were some girls playing. Mostly guys, and they were all extremely good. Most are still my friends. Uh, Jay Lockman, Jim Childress, Stu Light, mm. happened to all be at the university area at the same time. Yeah. And even in their early 20s, were all really good musicians. And Armin Barnett was there, too. Oh, very good. Who uh, had, even a, in his early 20s, was already a really expert fiddler mm. and it had traveled all over and learned from Frank George, and West I Virginia fiddlers. I just had him on the show and we mm. played
0: some Frank George tunes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and he was good friends with the Fuzzy Mountain musicians down in, New, in North Carolina, and so all of those tunes were just bubbling up everywhere mm. around the prism, and I just could not believe the, the beauty of those tunes. Yeah. Plus there were concerts there, so some of these these people were coming through town and playing. And I got to hear them live at the at the coffee house, so it made a big impact on me. Yeah, sure did.
2: Right on. After high school, for me, I I went up to Buffalo, New York, where there I was a beginner fiddler. I had left my teacher behind. Yes. And uh, started playing music with my girlfriend Donna Cavanaugh. She later ended up in a band called Too Hot to Cook with Alice Gerard years later when yeah. she moved to Asheville, but she was up in Buffalo, and we were both beginner fiddlers together, learning together, and we had heard that there was going to be a folk festival out near Cape Cod, Massachusetts, so we said, all right, let's go, and we took our, our little beginner fiddlers, fiddles, and traveled off to Massachusetts from Buffalo, New York.
1: That's all the way across the entire state of New York for a weekend festival.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big state. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So, to make a long story short, Donna and I didn't have anywhere to stay, so we somehow managed to get ourselves in the house where all the performers were staying, Yeah. and we're awesome. playing...
0: Awesome. What <laughs> <for laughs> treat, yeah. Party
2: crasher, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we stayed there, and there was jamming and music and singing. And we we played later and later into the night until one by one all the other musicians had gone off to bed, yeah. and it was just three people left: me and my girlfriend Donna, and Pete Vigor over here. Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> so that's when we got together. Was was through that, that folk festival that Great. was in uh, eastern Massachusetts. It was the Estedfa. So it was because of that festival that we met each other. Perfect. And we've been together ever since, really. So that's 40 years.
0: Right on. Mm. Good story. I, lo- I love falling in love stories through old time. <laughs> it's my favorite. My favorite episodes. To add, songs.
2: to add to that story, Pete always teases me, saying, "Yeah, there I was with two young, beautiful women, just hoping the other one would go off to sleep." So, but he never told me if I was the other woman or Donna was the other woman. But thankfully, Donna's. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> so, Donna said. Oh, I'm tired, Good night. and she went off and found a little corner for her sleeping bag and then Pete and I, yeah, we're left, just the two of us.
1: After about, I think I got one hour of sleep, we, yeah. we quit playing at 7, oh, my and I, I went to, to sleep on the sofa, and when I woke up they had already left to go back to Buffalo Yeah, on no sleep. And then in 1977 we, we traveled together out west, just sort of vagabonding and we started singing songs. We had, were hanging out with John Green, who was a member of Kenny Hall's string band. They would sang tons of songs they had learned from Kenny. Yeah. And so we were doing a lot of singing at their house, and uh, that's when Ellen and I started singing in harmony. So that's been 40 years, too.
0: Right on. It always, it always shows. <laughs> Decades of singing in harmony. like yeah. it, goes deeper and deeper like the how you guys harmonize with each other well we
1: like it for sure
0: yeah uh okay so we got um two g tunes there is uh don't let my ramblin bother your mind and halfway pond okay so, so which one do you want
1: to do the what, let's start? swap on halfway pond what do you
2: mean,
0: and let so? me
1: play fiddle on and you play guitar is that okay with you
2: i'd rather play
0: um, i could also play guitar on a, on a tune okay uh, if, that, if that if you're looking for something with a guitar backup and you want to play mando
1: yeah, let's try that. Yeah.
0: I'm so not of the which one greatest, but I can keep time. this party. I'm rewinding a little bit. Yeah. Uh, You met at this party and then you went back to Buffalo right after that? I did
2: go back to Buffalo, but Pete actually told me that he saw me earlier in the day before I showed up at the party. Yeah. Remember that story? About seeing?
1: Uh, Well, it wasn't much of a story. I saw this cute girl in the middle of a huge jam session full of guys and I said, uh, gosh, I wish I could meet somebody like that. And, uh, yeah, and later that day I did. Yeah, so anyway. at
0: seven in the well, I guess later that day you met her, but it was sort of a waiting it out. You're like, I'm going to jam as long as needed.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I saw her in the afternoon, yeah. and then later that night we, yeah. we saw each other, met each other at the party. So,
0: so did did you move down to Charlottesville?
1: Eventually, yes. Yeah. So, uh, a couple yeah. years later, yeah, yeah, oh, when she graduated wow. from college, she came on down. Yeah, so she came down to to uh, visit me and. May of 76, and then about a year later, she moved down for good. We've been down in Virginia ever since. Pete was
2: trying to convince me to come. Oh, you got to come. There's this great festival, people jamming and music, and he had never even been there. Uh (laughs) He was just trying to persuade me to come, and I did come and had a great time. So
0: what's this song? This this?
1: uh, This is a Delmore Brothers song. The Delmores recorded from the late 20s into the early 50s. And they live down in Alabama and uh, are some of our favorite music, their, their music. So we've done several of their songs through the years. This is called Don't Let My Ramblin' Bother Your Mind. i mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it fits a lot more naturally when you put it to music. I think so.
1: Yeah, mm. we do that with our band. That's uh, our regular band, Uncle Henry's favorite. Yes, has been together a long time. Who's
0: all in the band?
1: That's Jim Childress plays the fiddle and guitar, yeah. and Mark Beale plays the bass. I, Pete, play the guitar mostly, and then the fiddle, some, and the banjo, some, and then yeah. Ellen plays the mandolin, of course, and she calls dances.
2: Very good. And we've been together a very long time, yeah. about 34 years, with the same four members. Nobody's ever quit on us. Yeah. We're just kind of <laughs> growing old that's together. That's incredible.
1: We had a, a star-struck uh, beginning. We we backed up Santa Claus at the local shopping center in December of 85. Yes.
0: that That's yeah. a big deal. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very famous.
1: <laughs> we thought we'd, you know catch on his coattails a little bit, get a little bit of publicity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is there a story behind the, the name, Uncle Henry's Favorites?
1: We were just talking about that the other day because we, we happened to run into a friend that we met at Fiddler's Grove uh, in North Carolina. We went to the Fiddler's Grove Festival in 1976 and we were trying to remember about the name and we didn't have the name that summer. Uh, it came from Later in the summer, August of '76, we went to J.P. Fraley's festival in Kentucky, oh, very good. and we needed a band name for entering the contest. And we were all bit up by chiggers, so we called ourselves Uncle Henry's Favorite Chigger Stompers.
2: <laughs> Everyone got bitten up by chiggers at yeah. that festival.
1: <laughs> but by the by, the next year at Fiddler's Grove, we were just Uncle Henry's favorites. Yeah.
2: And so. by the way, Uncle Henry was our pet turtle. Oh, very good. And. We're talking about thirty five years ago our daughter found this little hatchling turtle, a yeah. painted turtle. Oh mama, mama, he's so cute, can I keep him? We said, sure. Well, this turtle is still alive. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, he we had no idea, it was a lifelong commitment. Yeah. But anyway, the turtle is Uncle Henry and yeah. so is the our band. band name. Yeah,
1: good. but the band predates Uncle Henry. I mean, he was named after us, not the other oh, really? way. really? Not the other <laughs> way around. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the the name actually came from a Violet Hensley tune called Uncle Henry. Ah, oh, very good. As the last I heard, she was still alive out in Arkansas, still playing the fiddle. And uh, Uncle Henry's Favorites is what we've been called ever since.
2: Three of the four band members in Uncle Henry's Favorites had, at one point, either an Uncle Henry or an Uncle Hank, so that sort of came into play when we named the band. But the name stuck, and we've been using it for many, many years.
0: Yeah, it's a good name. (laughs) Um, I met Jim Childress. I think I don't know if it, if you guys were in the maybe I've met you before because maybe we were in a jam together at Clifftop when I met him.
1: Wouldn't be surprising. Probably, yeah. We uh, we camped together right next door to where Hillary and Mark Burhan's camp.
0: Maybe so. Maybe we were you know, together. Yeah, but that was where um, I got to like play Road to Malvern like oh, with yeah. him for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, got to learn the way that he plays it. And mm-hmm. I guess everyone plays it wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's play one of his tunes
0: that'd be great
1: yeah 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 so i'm playing guitar
2: halfway Pond. halfway pond
1: yeah yeah do you know this song on the banjo yes all right terrific let's just give it a shot this is one of jim childers's tunes he has two really good cds of original tunes this is called halfway pond named after a pond up at pinewood's camp Very pretty. Nicely played, Ellen.
0: That's lovely. That's a really good waltz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he writes really sweet tunes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so got a Really bunch of good, good ones. on the banjo, too. Thanks. Um, I think that was our last G tune, right? Right. So we we got, got a couple A's, A's. Okay, and that's it. right?
1: real quick. Okay.
0: Union County. Union mm-hmm. County.
1: Should we talk about it first? Yeah, or? please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We want we'll play a tune we learned from Lovell Coleman, who's a friend of ours in Charlottesville. Is Ninety-four and a half this summer, mm. and still is playing great. He had a long-term band in Charlottesville called the Virginia Vagabonds. Interestingly enough, his older brother was born at the Old Home Place, which is only a couple of miles from Clifftop. So that their family the from... The Old Home Place? Well, nothing formal about that title. Okay. It's just that where their house was happens to be just by coincidence, just a couple of miles huh. from where the Clifftop Festival is in West Virginia. But Lovell himself was born in Charlottesville just after they moved to Charlottesville. Mm. And he's been there his entire life and he had this band, the Virginia Vagabonds, for all those years except for World War II when they all went off and fought in the war. So he was a, a bomber in a, in a plane in North Africa, Africa for wow. the, the war, came back and started a family, is and was was and is a very good carpenter, cabinet maker, mm. and had Lots of kids and and had lots of bands and still plays around once a week with us at various places, primarily nursing homes, retirement homes. Cool. We have a band, the nurse the <laughs> the Lovell Coleman band that we play under that name with him. Very
0: cool. He's still he still got it?
1: Oh yeah, he's awesome. still plays great. He sits down when he plays now. Yeah. That's the only only notice only thing I've changed. Only it, thing
2: I've Level Level Lovell, Lovell Coleman's wife words. told him um, at some point, when he was about 89 years old, she pointed her finger to him and says, "You're not going out and volunteering anymore. You're only going to play paying gigs." <laughs> so we play paying gigs with him yeah. um, at these nursing homes,
1: yeah. and, and he's twice still, a month. Still in demand. It's so.
2: great. <laughs> at age 94 and a half, he's going strong. He's amazing. That's
1: but awesome. there was a there was a fiddler on the radio on WRVA, Richmond, Virginia. It was playing this tune as his theme song. So Lovell heard it every morning as a teenager. Yeah. And he was 14 or so, and he learned this tune and played it with his band right away. And so this was like a really hot band, hot tune that none of the other bands in town had. So anyway, it's called Way Down in Union County. Mm-hmm.
0: the theme song to a radio show
1: well it was the this solo fiddler played it every time as his time. The, his theme tune so Lovell got to hear it a lot and he he learned it straight Way from the cool, radio He right? yeah. learned it then it's been playing it ever since and yeah I've never heard that one yeah I've heard the the first part of it uh, as a kind of a simple little song but I've never heard anybody else that plays that kind of unusual second part
0: yeah very yeah. much so yeah so this is, uh, we're going to do our, la- our last tune. Sure. Um, thank you so much for being on the show and dedicating a little bit of your festival relaxing time to like being in front of some microphones. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks for so, having us. I, yeah. This yeah, was probably. a kind of a
1: surprise to have you play along. You're a very good musician, Cameron. Yeah. I, thank you. I enjoyed you. playing with you. <laughs> it was
0: delightful to play with you guys. Yeah. So um, what's this last tune that we're going to play? We'll
1: play Kiss Me Quick, which we learned from a recording of the, Ye- the Georgia Yellowhammers. And uh, as the years have gone by, the key has gone down. Uh-huh. We do it in A now. So, uh, here we go.
0: Hey, here's something. Uh, this song and the I believe the first song they started with both just very matter-of-factly used the term spooning. Was that a common lyric in the past? I think
1: it's an old-fashioned term, you know. Does that just
0: mean like like cuddling? Making making out, yeah. Making out. <laughs>
2: yeah, kissing. <laughs>
0: That's great. Them. Okay, I, I had never heard that before. That's, that's well, great.
2: you're not of the generation. I think it, it was used. It
1: certainly wasn't used in any ge- generation I lived through. I think it's from like 1900,
0: 1910, no,
1: well, 19- 20. Because it's grandparents- used all the time now, but not. Really, but well, I it mean, it's sort of a funny now. term. Yeah, yeah, it means
0: just like laying down. Like one one person's the big spoon, one person's right. the little spoon. It's not necessarily. taken out. No,
1: it no no. <laughs> I think it, it just yeah, it just meant cuddling, making out, spooning,
0: you know, <laughs> kissing.
2: Great. My grandparents actually used that term. Yeah. And it, it meant just, you know, being cozy with your girlfriend or yeah. your boyfriend.
1: Spooning. Well, maybe a little more you than cozy. try
0: it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I meant to say that part first and then the thanks for being on the show, but whatever. Okay, well, kiss me quick.
1: All right, kiss me quick.
3: Whispering our love crooning Thought the old folks and the children were all in bed I heard footsteps softly walking And you bet that I quit talking She stood a little bit closer up and said Kiss me quick and go away Then no one will ever know It's too late, too long to stay Kiss me quick my honey oh, kiss me quick and go! Quick, my honey, oh, kiss me quick and go Hiding in bushes and jumping fences And I'd like to lost my senses With that big white English Out that big devil with those words ringing softly in my ear. Kiss me quick and go away. Then no one will ever know. It's too late, it's too late to longer stay. Kiss me quick, my honey, you kiss me quick and go. kiss me
0: go. Go visit Uncle Henry's Favorites' website, UncleHenrysFavorites.com, to watch their videos and buy their album, Old Time String Band Music. Then go like and follow them on Facebook so you can be the first to hear about their upcoming shows. For instance, they're playing at the Humpback Rocks on the Blue Ridge Parkway in Virginia on September 30th at 2 p.m. If you're in the area, bring a picnic and a lawn chair and enjoy a free outdoor concert, fun. You should also visit Pete's website, vigormusic.com. That's V-I-G-O-U-R. If you're interested in taking lessons on fiddle, banjo, guitar, mandolin, Dulcimer or ukulele. He teaches at the front porch in Charlottesville. If you like Get Up In The Cool and want me to keep making it, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the Patreon button. Choose a support level that works for you and get their corresponding rewards like on-air shoutouts, weekly bonus tracks, a link to download the Get Up In The Cool Tune archive featuring all the music ever played on the show, and online banjo workshops. I'm actually teaching one this Saturday at 12.45pm Philly time, so come join us. Big thanks to my newest Patreon supporters, Finn, Charlie Mahler, and Gail Hyatt. You guys are great. I have three days left of my day job, and then I'm officially podcasting and teaching banjo and performing for food and shelter. It's a little bit nerve-wracking, but you know that's all thanks to you and all the other Patreon supporters. I love making this show, but... I really couldn't keep up the pace while having a full-time job and family for much longer. So thank you for making the show possible. Another great way to support the show is to go to camerondewitt.com store and buy the Patreon rewards in bulk at a discount. It's a great way to directly improve the quality of the show because I'm going to buy some new microphones with whatever money I raise there and the music will sound that much better. Also, it's my birthday next Tuesday, July 3rd. So if you're thinking about what to get me, there's an idea, chip in and get your Patreon rewards while you're at it. Also on my store is a telegram service. If you have a friendly message to deliver to another listener, I'll read it on air for you. Or if you want to promote your band, banjo building business, website, or crowdfunding campaign, I'll read your ad copy in the intro. Just a couple more items of business. Get up in the cool volume one. The best of 2016 CD is still available on my website. Just click the buy slash stream button from the homepage. Also, I host another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set that might interest you. It's an irreverent music review show and it's available wherever you like to find podcasts. That's all for now. Everything I mentioned is linked in the show notes on your device, on my website, and on Get Up in the Cool's Facebook page and group, which you should like and join, respectively. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.